All right, welcome to the Generation Z podcast. Um, as you can see, we've made some improvements. We got a much nicer background, hopefully. Um, we did our best to try to adjust the audio issues with the microphone. And so that's that. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, then sadly no, because it's just audio. But hopefully the, the audio will sound better. Anyways, let's get right into it. So today we're going to be talking about Project Thor. Now, there's a lot to cover here, and I've taken a lot of time these past few days to uh, do a lot of research into this subject. Project Thor has to do with top secret energy weapons. Okay, we're talking lasers, we're talking plasmas, uh, different types of beams, things that you would think that cartoon shows tend to use those kind of terms, right? But ultimately, what we don't know, or what most people don't know rather, is that there are things that are being developed and that have already been developed that make the nuke look like nothing. Now, okay, nuclear missiles and bombs are still a huge thing, so I'm not trying to downplay it. But what I'm trying to say is that more directed and focused energy has been able to be controlled and curated, if you want to call it so what they've done is essentially been able to develop lasers with just as much, if not more power than the nuclear bomb, except without the blast radius or the residual effects, if you want to call it. Now, with that being said, what I want to say here today is that I want you guys to keep an open mind because I don't want to say that there's things that exist without any evidence or any proof that I can support this ultimately. Okay. But at the same time, what we have to look at too, is we have to think, if these are things that are being quote unquote leaked, or if these are things that have that the Pentagon or DARPA or the government have sort of hinted at, then we also have to consider the fact that what they have here may in fact be anywhere from 50 to 70 to maybe even 100 years behind what they have now. Okay, because when we look at world governments, particularly Russia, China, Israel, Iran, the United States, they don't exactly show off weapons with confidence unless they have something a trillion times better i mean it's just common sense like that's just a it, it's like strategy 101 you don't want to tell your adversaries everything you got right so let's get into it so first what i want to do very quickly from wikipedia is i want to define what a dew is a directed energy weapon so it's a ranged weapon according to wikipedia that damages its target with highly focused energy including laser microwave and particle beams and potential applications for this technology include weapons that target missiles vehicles optical devices personnel you name it and literally every single agency that has to do with defense or national security or even offensive military strategy is developing these weapons all the way from darpa to the air force research laboratory to the naval research laboratory to the army armament research development and engineering center okay so this is all being done with high performance militarized weapons with that being said what i'd like to do now is i like to read very quickly a list from listverse.com of the top 10 alleged secret weapons of the u.s military okay and project thor kind of encompasses all of this so the reason why it's called project thor is if you can imagine is because of thor the the god or thor the marvel character how he can control lightning and, and energy and things like this that's kind of the name they gave it but anyways there's been a theory that a lot of these forest fires that have been propping up lately 
have not been in fact due to global warming it actually has to do with direct energy weapons or dews as they call them so the thing about this is that with dews direct energy weapons you have a dw and then you have a, a web of weapons um and sort of acronyms underneath it so underneath the dw umbrella you have something called hells okay and hells stand for high energy laser now the interesting thing about this is that from the name itself high energy laser you kind of think okay what's this all about because you you're thinking or you're probably thinking of the uh, of the word laser in the traditional term but what i want you guys to do for this episode is kind of remove that from your, your your train of thought so to speak okay so hells have been developed by private contractors that have contracts with the government like lockheed martin for use in missile defense and this was redacted but then they unredacted it what they classified as space war but some believe that these weapons might have been designed with much more sinister purposes. So that's according to listverse.com. You should check it out. They got a great list. The thing about this that I want to point out is not so much the weapons they have, but who is developing these weapons. So Lockheed Martin, for those who don't know, is a private company that develops many different types of weapons for the United States government and for the United States military. Okay, now Lockheed Martin, they develop the F-16, they develop things like this, but there's a classified, I guess you could say fraction or faction of Lockheed Martin that essentially develops or reverse engineers materials, quote unquote, not of this world or earth or planet. Okay, now to support that, you have something called the Admiral Byrd leak, or I believe it was admiral wilson i apologize was the admiral wilson leak now the thing about this leak is that supposedly this admiral was doing a top secret interview back in the early 2000s in the parking lot of lockheed martin of one of their massive warehouses where they develop weapons and all that pretty much admitting okay listen this is it's true we have ufo craft given to us by the government they want us to reverse engineer it and we're also using that same technology to reverse engineer not only spacecraft and craft that can go underwater and in space and defy our current laws of physics that we don't understand yet not only that but it's also being used to develop weapons and the thing about this is that there's so many different weapons being developed because of this technology and I'm not saying it's UFO technology. I'm just saying right now that we don't honestly know where it's coming from. But we can be safe to say that it is not a coincidence that Lockheed Martin is constantly the contractor that the government hands out these contracts to. Because clearly there is a tight, strong relationship between the two. And they trust Lockheed Martin to sort of say, if you develop this and if this kind of gets out, the U.S. government can wash their hands of it and say that it's just a private company. It's kind of the reason why they would do it, right? I mean, Lockheed Martin, they develop the, the F-16 fighter jets. They develop all kinds of things. So what's interesting about these hells, though, is that it apparently, now this is alleged, so I don't want to say it's confirmed, can with, withhold the same type of capabilities and power that the nuke has, except it is much more targeted. So what you pretty much have is a laser beam, a thin laser beam of nuclear energy, if not maybe even more powerful without the residual effects 
So this is not like World War II when they dropped the bomb in Hiroshima and all these there were all this collateral damage and all these innocent people died, which was terrible. What we have here is a weapon that utilizes the targeting of this type of power. So if you can actually curate and direct this weapon to go in a certain direction, it's far better than the nuke because then you can precisely eliminate your enemy. Now, I'm not saying this is a good thing and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. And I'm not trying to play neutral all the time. But the reason I do that is because I want you guys as the listener, the viewer to interpret how you wish your own conclusions and your own theories on this. Now, the next thing is long something called long range acoustic devices. Again, this is listverse.com. Uh, they put together a great list. These long range acoustic devices have literally the ability to use sound waves to honestly if it, if they made it powerful enough to kill you now the pentagon has admitted that they've been developing sound wave devices they haven't said for how long obviously they're not going to get into details but that part they have confirmed now the interesting thing about that is these sound wave devices are used for a few different things supposedly there's a system in place right now at area 51 that these sound wave devices use if people get too close. So without even having to fire a bullet from a gun or a, a shoot any kind of weapon, this sound immediately deters them. Immediately. any Just people that are trying to get into Area 51 or things like this, it could sort of oh, suppress a, a massive crowd, if you want to call it. Now, it's been rumored that this was something that was considered when Trump did uh, walked from the White House to the church. Um, but I, I don't know how... I can't ascertain the veracity of that, so I don't know if that, if that's confirmed or not. But let's just put it this way: it's not been ruled out as a form of usage for for them. Now, the one last thing I want to mention about the acoustic devices is they can also shoot out sound waves, not only that are powerful and that could disarm you um, from a, a an audible perspective, but also they can use these sound waves to literally make voices that are not actually there they can actually make voices of people using sound waves and control the sound waves in the air so that it sounds like there's somebody maybe distantly away from you that you know that you recognize to sort of screw with your head psychologically the best example i can probably give of that is if you watch the hunger games and in the hunger games they have a weapon just like this that they use on the uh the, the players or the whatever inside the uh, the arena there and it kind of messes with uh, Jennifer Lawrence character's head because they start playing voices of her younger sister and she starts thinking her younger sister's in the arena there with them and it's pretty neat I gotta say it's it's pretty neat but to think that they have this and to think that this is something that's not even new on their end just goes to show you that this is probably something that's been developed anywhere between 50 and 80 years ago and you might think, okay, 50, 80 years, that's a, that's a long time. We've come a long way. But you know what? They have had things, fundamentally, technologies, that they've been sitting on for 50, 60, 70 years that we don't, honestly, that we don't even know about. The only thing that we kind of know about is the CIA heart attack gun because that came out in what was called the Church Commission back in the 70s. Now, the CIA heart attack gun was supposedly just an experimental gun, but... I think that CIA thing, I think that's all a load of crap because ultimately that gun was supposedly being used to shoot and utilize energy waves and sound waves to literally give someone a heart attack. So you pointed the gun in a certain direction and it would make someone have a heart attack, a, a very bad one, almost to the point where they would certainly die. Now, 
this is probably something that is used and is still used on CIA covert black operation undercover missions and things like that. Okay, because I mean, why take someone out with a bullet when they can just all of a sudden have a heart attack and just die? I mean, honestly, it's a terrible thing to say, but if I had to consider it, if you're if you're an agent in charge of an operation and you're then asked, sir or ma'am, what would you rather do? Would you rather have him killed with a sniper bullet or would you rather precisely shoot this energy directed weapon at them and they have a heart attack? I'll choose the heart attack anytime because it looks like an accident. There's no blood that spills over. There's there's no real evidence that would suggest when it's investigated afterwards that they died of a, a gun that made people have a heart attack. I mean, if it, if it didn't come out in the church commission in the 70s, I believe it was, we probably wouldn't believe it today that they, the CIA has this, right? And so all I'm trying to say here before I move on is we, we cannot underestimate the power of sound waves and audio. Because it can really be weaponized in ways that could ultimately kill us, whether it's through a heart attack or through disorienting us psychologically. There's so many different things. So anyways, I don't want to spend too much time on that. So let's move on. Next on the list from listverse.com, we have low frequency microwave mind control. Now, the thing about mind control is I don't want to dive into this too much just because we all know about MKUltra, Project MKUltra. And we all know that certain factions of MKUltra, technically speaking, are not even really over yet. It's just that officially the project's been shut down. But let's be honest, they're still doing things that pertain to those studies, right? So according to listverse.com, and I quote, DARPA, fresh, uh, uh, which at the time was a freshly minted branch of the Department of Defense, the DOD, founded an, an initiative called Project Pandora, and again, this is all under the Project Thor umbrella, and began researching the effects of ELF, microwave radiation, on primate subjects. Now, the results were inconclusive publicly, but privately, they refused to comment. That, that, that last sentence is not a quote from listverse.com, it's just what I know for a fact, but anyways, apparently they shut it down because it was a national security threat to the United States, but I don't necessarily uh, believe that now the next next thing on the list from listverse.com is magneto hydrodynamic explosive munitions okay so you're probably thinking what the hell is that so according to listverse and i quote darpa has developed a specialized projectile to fit this niche called the magneto hydrodynamic explosive explosive munition which in short form is is mayhem spells mayhem m-a-h-e-m using electromagnetism to form and direct a sustained jet of molten metal at an armored target. Mayhem is much more adaptable than a conventional traditional weapon and closely resembles the fictional weapon featured in Earthlight. Now, beyond these basic details, however, not much is known about this secret military project. However, China's Nanjing University of Science and Technology has apparently reverse-engineered mayhem for its own purposes. Okay? So, this is interesting because it uses electromagnetic energy and frequency to dismantle large objects or vehicles or things like this. Clearly, it's made for an armored target, whether it's a vehicle or whether it's a whatever you, whether it's a tank, whether it's a a super soldier with an armored suit it caters to all these different things now what's interesting about it is the fact that very little is said because 
I believe, and this may be a bit of a stretch, but just bear with me on this. I believe there is a, a deep connection between the energies within the air that we're breathing right now. And so whether it's a UFO technology or paranormal instances, I believe that they're one in the same through some type of electromagnetic frequency. Now, I know that might be a general statement, but I've been saying this for the last couple of weeks, I think, here and there in, my, uh, in, in the episodes, because I think there's something with electromagnetic, I guess you could say science, that at least publicly we have not figured out yet. Something is in the air that can be weaponized, and maybe even more than just electromagnetics, but there's something going on that obviously the Pentagon and the military have discovered to be something that could be weaponized. And it's not like you need a, for example, like a traditional gun, you need to keep loading the gun with bullets and things like this. We're talking about weapons that don't need to be charged, don't need to be reloaded, weapons that could literally charge themselves because they're in existence, like literally utilizing everything around us, the energy all around us and weaponizing that energy. That's pretty insane. Okay, next, and this is kind of ironic because of the what's going on now with the virus, but we have biological weaponry, right? So here's the thing. I did an episode on this a while back, and it kind of tied in with my episode about weather control. But the thing about this is that the United States military, they've been testing biological weapons on their own population for a while now. Now, I think it's kind of slowed up because they may actually be testing it on spe- specified subjects, but... Back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, you had the Secretary of Defense for all these presidents signing off on experiments that were so unethical, it's not even funny. They were testing different biological weapons in small forms on like New York subways, and they were doing all kinds of crap at the time, which would be much more noticeable now. But again, they they got in so much shit that I think it was like 30 or 40 years later, they had to pay out settlements in court very quietly to the families of the people they tested on like that's how bad it got now again biological weapons i don't need to go into it too much because it's not exactly an energy-based weapon but it's still something that could be used in i guess you could say decimating an entire mass population of people okay now the science will always evolve on that so ultimately Again, biologically, I'm, I'm not a biologist, so I don't want to pretend and say things I don't know. You can imagine viruses, bugs, uh, things like this, even robotic organism-based bugs that I've spoken about before that, can, that are technologically and artificially created, but can transmit natural disease and deadly viruses to, from host to host. So, for example, I did an episode on DARPA making robotic bees. Those bees, for example, hypothetically, would be able to and by the way they're biological so uh, sorry they're um they're biologically created so they have skin and they have all the natural aspects of a traditional bee except they have an objective to carry out so they're it's kind of like the terminator if you want to call it deep down inside in in the soul of it so to speak they're literally robots carrying out a mission but externally they have the tissue they have the skin they look very normal Okay, and so they've been able to to transport viruses from one thing from one person or one place to another. I mean, it wouldn't take much, especially if they have this technology for DARPA to have a swarm of, let's just say, bees, for example, of these robotically controlled bees that look and act entirely normal and real to, say, fly over to a certain wherever on the planet and 
and unleash them and just slowly spread a virus and then you can't blame any country on it because it'd be hard to track who did it again these are very subtle ways of doing things and i think that there's an intertwinement between the ufo technology and the different energy weapons that are used to harness these powers and i feel like the reverse engineering of ufos from companies like lockheed martin have actually led to the advancement of these kinds of things next is on listverse.com is subliminal messaging okay now you might think what is subliminal messaging or you might know what it is rather sorry but what does that have to do with anything so they have actually through astral projection through remote viewing the united states military as i'm sure maybe russia and china as well because they're they're fairly advanced too have been able to develop a sort of ability uh, for people to harness the ability to remote view and astral project to implant an idea in a certain target's subconscious that will then affect them because as i'm sure many of you folks watching and listening know right now it's very, very difficult to overcome something when you're struggling mentally. Some people are stronger than others, but you get the point. So with that being said, what's going on here is that if you have enough people focused, enough soldiers focused that literally astral project or use remote viewing to implant an idea in a target's mind, doesn't matter where that target is, because when you astral project, you can kind of you can travel anywhere in the so-called astral realm so to speak. And when you get enough soldiers or people that are practiced and good enough at doing this kind of stuff, the ideas you can implant in a target's mind is scary. Almost to the point of it being, I guess, a, a spiritual curse, if you believe in that, so to speak. Because you're implanting this mind in their subconscious and they slowly but surely start going crazy. It sits in the back of their head and it slowly churns away at them. And these are things that I like to point out because I want to state this, like I said before, there is a connection between the paranormal, between UFO technology, between electromagnetic frequencies. There's a, co a connection. I haven't put my finger on it yet. I'm not even close to tell you the truth, but the connection between these things, okay, creates a sort of, how can I say this, a, a utilization of the energy around them and it becomes weaponized so that you can do these things in ways that people never thought of before. So for people to think that guns and missiles are the traditional way of, or the, the only form of warfare, I think it's far beyond that. I think it's, I think it's gone to the point where it's psychological and not just information through the media, but through this way as well. Okay. So moving on, this is sort of the peak of Project Thor. So let me just refresh your memory here. Project Thor encompasses everything I've been talking about, but there is a separate project actually named Project Thor as well, but it's it's the it's the top of the top of that same overall web if that makes sense. So Project Thor according to listverse.com may in fact potentially overshadow the Moab, the MOAB as the most as the most lethal non-nuclear weapon okay so it was designed by a gentleman by the name of jerry pornell in the 1950s and it would use now get this it would use lightning and kinetic energy penetrators or keps or 
I guess you could call them from below if you saw them, rods from God, to literally obliterate people. This is insane. And let me tell you something, or sorry, let me refresh your memory with something. This was done in the 50s. All right, 30 years from now, that's going to be 100 years ago. Well, okay, from today, that's 70 years. I'm just trying to round up, but you, you get the point. This was done in the 50s. These are things that they still are kind of, the Pentagon is kind of iffy to speak about. Because maybe they might have used that as a foundation to expand and build other weapons. But the point here is that this was done in the 50s. So imagine what they have now. And these are things that they sort of confirm they have and they kind of go back on their statement or they might say yeah we have it but we, we we can't really comment on it for national security reasons whatever these things would literally shoot down kinetic energy penetrators or keps or keps and destroy whatever they wanted to take out whether it's satellites whether it's people whether it's a city whether it's a town Many have said that this particular project is, in fact, the reason for many of these forest fires and not global warming. Now, I'm not trying to get into the debate of whether or not global warming is legit or not. All I'm saying here is that ultimately this is insane. This is crazy because you have to think about it. It looks like a natural disaster. It truly does. You can't. There's no other way to say this. I mean, if, if right now, if a lightning bolt were to hit and it was from this project Thor weapon up in space. I wouldn't know. I would honestly look out of my window right now of, of my office here and say, holy shit, there's lightning in the middle of the day. That's it. It's natural, right? You'd think. But no, that's not, not even close. This, this is insane. So they put these things and they don't even know. I can't even say what they look like. All we know is that there's multiple things orbiting the earth. Multiple of these uh, Thors orbiting the earth, if you want to call it. But again... The fact that they could do this in the 50s, shortly after the Second World War, just goes to show the type of innovation and type of technology they have. And these they won't comment on things from 70 years ago. Okay? Now, one thing I want to note as well that makes that kind of interconnects everything is that there is a deep connection between, between these experiments... And people noticing these things happening in places like Area 51 and Los Alamos. And the reason why I say this is because Los Alamos seems to be at least uh, sort of like an open, an open joke, if you want to call it, having to do with UFO testing, paranormal sightings and things like this. And so I know I, I kind of I might be regurgitating this, but there seems to be an understanding that the military has about electromagnetic energy because why is it that we're all of these weapons are tested where they're where they're all tested or generally most of them are there's also paranormal sightings and there's ufo sightings okay now we could argue that yes some of those ufos might in fact be the military because they've been able to reverse engineer these things that's fine but what i'm saying is that for example skinwalker ranch was born out of this whole thing very weird electromagnetic fields and energies. And I think the military has slowly but surely found a way to utilize this. Okay. And then the last one, which I've sort of spoken about before. Okay. Is HARP. Okay. So HARP is a facility in Alaska that essentially was, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, sort of shut down 
because it kind of became too public that it can truly control and manipulate the weather through energy and electromagnetic waves and sound waves. And I believe the United Nations or some of the allied countries in Europe were scared of it and they didn't trust the U.S. with it. So during Obama's administration, they were like, "Okay, fine, we'll shut it down. I believe it was something along those lines. They said they would either minimize it or minimize the, the size of the project or shut it down, whatever. Anyways, point is not good, not good at all. And the thing about these weapons that makes you think is that you can be going about your day and the world can end in half a second with these kind of weapons. And that's what's ultimately very scary. And so I think what's going on here is there's a very secretive, hidden military operation that's not in one particular place. It's global. At this point, people have seen UFOs not just come out out of the sky out of nowhere, but go underwater as well. So clearly there's something going on here. Multiple things happening that I would dare to say presidents don't even know about. Because again, the president's a placeholder seat. The people that know about it are certain factions of the military industrial complex and intelligence people. The people that have been there for 30, 40, 50, 60 years. Because those jobs are for life. The president at most, he's in there for eight years, right? And so they probably wouldn't tell him every single thing. And again, I've spoken about this before. There's something like 32 levels of classification. The president's only allowed up to level 13 or something like this, right? So... Let me know what you guys think. I'm going to put a bunch of different articles in the uh, the sources in the description of the video just to show you guys what's being developed. But ultimately, this is a super cool, I guess you could say, topic. I don't want to say that it's something like I don't want to say it in a kiddish way because it's something to be taken seriously. But again, please think about the interconnection between all these things, paranormal, the energy, electromagnetic frequencies, detecting paranormal instances, these weapons utilizing electromagnetics to, to, to harness and target people or things and the, and these UFOs as well. There seems to be an overall interconnection, something to do with anti-gravity, zero point energy and things like this, right? So thank you very much. And we will catch you next time. Peace.